You've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are excited for another bonus episode today of I Work For Him, where we are, get the opportunity to talk to another one of the authors from our book, I Retire For Him. You know, Martha and I released three new books this year, along with 50 collaborators, contributors to the books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him. Today, we're going to highlight an author to uh, that contributed to I Retire For Him. Jeff Brown is here with us today from Corporate Chaplains of America online at chaplain.org. Jeff wrote a chapter just explaining what chaplaincy is all about. Jeff Brown, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, Jim and Martha, thank you for having me on the show. You know, we would love to just start with giving us a little peek behind your faith at work story, Jeff. Um, that is something that, it, you know, it helps people to get some perspective. So how did you learn to connect your faith and your work? Well, you know, it's amazing. It's, it's pretty important. And I, I hadn't really heard about this idea of faith and work together. You know, just uh, I became a Christian when I was 24 years old and, and uh, being in church and, and all that has been really wonderful. But just the realization that most people spend most of their life at work and, uh, and I got to know this organization called Corporate Chaplains of America and actually became a chaplain. And, uh, and in fact, spent every day throughout the week just going into workplaces, talking to employees. And what a privilege that was. And just realized the ministry there is amazing. Hmm. It, is, it is amazing. So we asked you to contribute to I Retire Friend because we wanted our retired Christ-following readers to just learn about chaplaincy. So what did you write about? What, what specifically did you tell them about chaplaincy in your chapter in I Retire For Him? Well, there's a number of things. Uh, one, just introducing the idea of the word chaplain and what that means. And also just talking about the need in the workplace and that uh, workplaces across America are filled with hurting employees, needy employees, and people that don't necessarily go to church or have any faith background. And, uh, and, and then just talking through what it looks like for a chaplain to walk through a company and, and, and what we call 30-second to three-minute moments of encouragement. And when that relationship is built with those employees, with the chaplain, then, uh, the, then the employee starts to confide in and trust the chaplain and great opportunities for conversation come about. And, uh, and of course, in the chapter, we also talk about uh, you know, how do you, how do you bring a chaplain into your company and, and what is, uh, what are the requirements for being a chaplain? And so, um, yeah, it's pretty extensive. We, we list all the things the chaplain does for, uh, employees like family care and financial encouragement and grief care and hospital visits and all those kinds of things. So you said you were actually a chaplain at one point. So, um, how, tell us about that. Like, how, did you feel like that was a mission field for you as you were living that out? I actually did. And, you know, I, I've been on church staff before and even pastored a church for a, a few years. And, and what I like about being a chaplain is this idea of one-on-one, -on -one, what I call grassroots ministry, where you're literally in the trenches. And, uh, and so I, I do believe it is a calling. And, and as I heard about Corporate Chaplains of America and becoming a chaplain, I just really love that idea of just getting with people where they're at and trying to help them and share truths of scripture with them. And obviously with their permission, but um, honestly, the relationship has been amazing. How many years were you a chaplain on the ground? 
So I've been so I've been with Corporate Chaplains of America for about 15 years, and about 13 of those years I was a chaplain. Talk to us about one of those times that was maybe a, you know, one of those times. You know, you you go you making some chaplains make daily visits, some chaplains make weekly visits, but sometimes you make a visit because something tragic has happened. Talk to us about one of those times and how you were able to minister to people within the company or an organization. You know, I I, I could go. There's a lot of tragedy out there. I mean, the, we live in a broken world and there's difficulty. And, and uh, I've had a couple of suicide issues I've had to deal with. And when you get that phone call that some uh, one of your employees has committed suicide, which is a reality. I mean, this is the world we live in. And uh, having to go and care for that family and, and love on them and show them the light of Christ and, and just being there grieving with them. It does remind me of the book of Job where his friends came and sat with him in the ash heap and just sat there silently being fully present. I think there's something very powerful about the ministry of presence and, and being a chaplain in a workplace allows me to do that. You know, one of the things that always, um, uh, the reason we get very passionate about chaplaincy is the reality that there are people out there that have no one, have no pastor, have no um that comforting person in their life, if it weren't right. for the people they work for, employing you know a chaplain to be a part of their life, and that that is powerful when you think about it. Because in that crisis, what do you need? Um, we all got we've been built to lean in to um, the God of the universe, and you have that opportunity to do that. But it, it is heartbreaking to think that people could go through crisis without. Uh, someone like a chaplain in their life because they don't have one to call on. So we just see that such a great void being filled by that, um, especially in a time of crisis. But you also get to do things that are not in crisis mode, right? Sometimes you get to celebrate life with with the people that you minister to. Yeah, tell us about some of those. We do celebrate, and and uh, there's so many wonderful things. And remember, you know, the, I guess the model that we really believe is it works is this idea of building caring relationships. And so as I get to know those employees, and you know, it takes, it doesn't happen overnight. Obviously it's me visiting each week and seeing employees and building that relationship. But after a period of months, people will start to trust in you and share really important things in their life. And so they're, they're sharing when they're having a baby, they're sharing when they're getting married, they're sharing about uh, promotions and, and they want the chaplain to be a part of that. And, and what a privilege that is. And, uh, and not everything is a crisis. Sometimes the chaplain helps a family in building a family budget or something along those lines just to help them take that next step and just in the life process. And so it's just a great joy. It seems like chaplains are really professional relationship builders. I mean, they're building relationships so that the time, when the time comes, there's somebody there that's a support group for somebody that's even having something, a wedding to celebrate, a, a child to celebrate, or maybe a death to, to mourn. But your your professional people that just really care. I mean, it's not like you're. Well, I'm paid to do this. No, it's people really want to do this. I mean, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've one of the we've done some many shows talking about corporate chaplains of America. And one of the ones we we interviewed one of your customers and I asked him this question. So you address this, Jeff. Does having chaplains on your team help your profitability of your company? How does, it, how does having a chaplain impact the bottom line of a company? What have you seen? 
Well, actually, I believe it does. Now, of course, you can imagine there's some intangible benefit here that's really hard to put a metric on. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a, a chief operations officer at one of the companies I started. He said, listen, I, I believe after we brought in uh, the chaplain program that we have seen our turnover rate go way down. And, uh, and so you see things like that. If you have a, a happy employee or an employee who, that is feeling more fulfilled or just sometimes feeling heard, then uh, they show up to work more. And uh, and they're more productive, and they just are in a better, just a better place where they can contribute to the overall organization. And and when a number of employees and the organization itself are moving in the same direction, direction, I believe it just always turns out good for the company. And so that yes, there's a an eternal benefit, but I also believe that there's a a real life benefit that that's the here and now. Yeah. And that's so valuable, um, like you said, it, it, an intangible, but with the reality that your employees, you know, it can gain loyalty in a, in a very genuine way, right? Where yeah. You're not doing this for the purpose of just getting them to stick around, but for them to ha- improve their quality of life through that relationship. So, you know, I, I think you can hear, you know, Jim and I are both very excited about chaplaincy and we yeah. just want others to hear about it too. So you've worn a lot of different hats within the church, within uh, chaplaincy. What is something you wish you could go back and tell your younger you that maybe would have prepared you more um, or, or just would have changed things a little bit for you that, that you can espouse on other people as well? Oh, that's a that's a great question. I um, as I think that through, I I just go back to the relationship. I I think just realizing that people are hurting and needy, and that real ministry happens one on one. And uh, of course, I was a preacher, and and uh, you know, you get up on Sunday morning and you give the sermon, and and there's a lot of joy in that. And uh, and I think when I'm with a person who's hurting and broken. That's where real joy comes for me because uh, the conversation often goes to those eternal concepts. And, uh, and obviously we do this permission with permission. So we're, we're not steamrolling anybody at all. Uh, we have three concepts that, that we call it the three cornerstones where it's a voluntary program. It's permission based. And of course it's confidential. And, and without those, it doesn't work because the trust is just not there, but that relationship where there's trust built and being able to, to get into the life of somebody and share scriptural principles and the gospel is just an amazing privilege. Now, Jeff, corporate chaplains doesn't just go into for-profit businesses, do you? You got other, you can go anywhere, can't you? We, we really can. In fact, I believe right now, currently we're serving a, a, a college. I think we have a school or two. Uh, and and uh, just everything you can imagine. So uh, it's really designed for any organization, a company or whatever that that uh, just wants to invest in their employees. And what I've found is that usually these are higher level companies. These are companies that are thinking bigger. These are companies that are probably on the cream of the crop spectrum where they uh, they really understand employee care that they really probably do a great job in whatever product they produce or service they provide. They, they just do things well. And, uh, and so it's, it's always a joy to be a part of that kind of an organization because it's kind of a snowball effect where just things get better and better. When you look at describing who would be a great candidate for chaplaincy, 
I mean, why don't you just talk to the audience and say, because it doesn't, they don't have to be 70 years old and retired to become a chaplain. Uh, I, I've, we've met many of your chaplains who are young people. Well, and Jeff himself, he said he was for right. several were, years so, already. So, so. Just, <laughs> so talk about who you're looking for, because I know that this need is growing with, there, there's so many Christian roundtable business groups around the country and they are growing. And as they grow, you guys grow because Christian business owners and leaders all of a sudden realizing the power of chaplaincy. So I know you need more. Talk to the audience about who you're looking for. Oh, wow. I could really talk about this. We, we're always hiring, you know, which is amazing. I, I just led a, a new class of new chaplains last week, as a matter of fact, and we had uh, seven new chaplains uh, we're sending out into the field. And, and what we're looking for, uh, first of all, somebody who just loves people. I mean, that, that might be the first and greatest qualification. You have to be a people person. You have to be a person that just loves to get out and build relationships. But but we also need folks that have some good ministry experience because you're going to deal with almost everything under the sun. And sometimes it gets really raw. And uh, just having some ministry experience and some ministry wisdom. And, and, you know, that can take a lot of forms. It doesn't mean you have to be a church pastor or something like that. Uh, you, you've, you've gained that wisdom in experience uh, over the years or, or whatever. We, we also like uh, seminary trained um, folks and, uh, and prefer ordained so that we know that you've got at least a foundation of theology and a foundation to be able to speak from. Uh, we, we'll look at that. You know, we, that's not a showstopper, but it is an important aspect. And then here's an interesting one that most people may not think of. We, we love to have people who, have, who already have some experience in the business world. And that's somebody who, who knows how to punch a time clock and, and they understand productivity. And, and uh, if somebody has only ever been in the church world, they might struggle with the concept of what companies struggle with because they just don't get it. And so uh, having a few years of experience out in the workforce, which hopefully most people do, uh, is very helpful. So good. So if this has intrigued you, listener, um, we encourage you to check out uh, chaplain.org. That's a place where you can go and learn about, number how you can be involved. Maybe your organization needs a chaplain or just this whole idea of, wow, I didn't even know this is something that um, was out there and think about how it can maybe apply in your own life. So thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing that. Yeah, really appreciate it, Jeff, coming on iWorkFrame and giving us a little lowdown on Corporate Chaplains of America. Thanks for being here today. Great. Thank you both. I appreciate uh, spending the time with you and what a joy this has been. Make sure you check them, Corporate Chaplains of America online, chaplain.org. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's for your best friend who's just wallowing in their retirement going, I can't play golf anymore. What can I do? Chaplain.org. You've been listening to our work frame with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.